God is going to be doing amazing things. Hallelujah. Uh, what's our theme this year? A race for such a time as this. Amen. That's what our emphasis this year has been, that God has brought us into the kingdom of God. So if you are here for the first time, uh, our theme as a church, you hear me a lot of times, probably in my sermons, referencing Esther. It's because this year our theme for us as a ministry is raised for such a time as this. It comes from the book of Esther, chapter 4, verse 14, when Mordecai says, you don't know whether you've been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. Um, pretty much it is a call for us as uh, children of the Lord to rise up to do the work of the Lord, to rise up to serve God in his kingdom. So we have been brought into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. I'll be echoing that in the, in the sermon that I'm going to be presenting in a few minutes, uh, that God has called us for such a time as this. It is not by accident that we are living in this era. It only means we are privileged to be part of what God is doing. Amen. There is more of a demand on us because of the time and the season we are living in. There is more of a responsibility to us as children of God because of the time we are living in. There is more power and more privilege that's been given to the church because of the time we are living in. Amen. Amen. Are we ready to go into scripture? Numbers chapter 20 verse 8. That's where we are going to be reading from. If we can stand up for the reading of the word this morning. We want to honor the word of the Lord. In this ministry, we honor the word of the Lord more than any man's word, more than the word the pastor speaks. Uh, I am subservient to the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is my authority. I have the word of the Lord upon or on top of my head, meaning that I'm submissive to the word of the Lord. Amen. So today we are going to be reading from the book of Numbers chapter, uh, chapter 20, and I'm going to read from verse, I'll retract a little bit and read from verse 7. Are we there? Amen. Are we there? Amen. Amen. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Take the rod, you and your brother Aaron. Gather the congregation together. Speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. Amen. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock, and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord, and he commanded him. Hallelujah. As, as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said to them, Hear now, you rebels, most must we bring water for you out of this rock. Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly. And the congregation and their animals drank. Hallelujah. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring the assembly into the land which I have given them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. It will not go back to you void. You will accomplish everything you seek to accomplish through your word today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's take our seats in the house of the Lord. Amen. Come on, smile at your neighbor. Welcome them to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Smile at your other neighbor. Welcome them to the house of the Lord. Amen.
Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So we just read this morning from the book of Numbers, chapter 20, uh, verses 7 to 12. So the Lord gives Moses a commandment, and he says to him, Moses, this is what I want you to do. The children of Israel have cried out to me, saying they are thirsty. They need water to drink. In other words, actually, they, they grumbled unto the Lord. They complained, they murmured unto the Lord, and they said, we are thirsty. Do you bring us into the wilderness to kill us with hunger and thirst? Hallelujah. So the Lord speaks to Moses and says to him, Moses, go and speak to the rock. Now, when you speak to the rock, I want you to tell the rock to yield water. I want you to tell, then the Lord says to Moses, because, uh, can we retract a little bit? Let's go back to verse 7 and 8 on the, on the, on the projector. Verse 8, take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together. Speak to the rock before their eyes, hallelujah, and it will yield its water, hallelujah. So the rock will yield its water. It means that there is something that is contained within the rock that it was supposed to give off after Moses had spoken to it, amen. So when we are looking at the Bible, the Bible, when we look at the Old Testament, the Old Testament, we call them the Holy Scriptures. When Timothy, or Paul was writing to Timothy, he says to Timothy, for you know the Scriptures, for from them, uh, for, for you have studied the Holy Scriptures from when you were young up to where you are right now. When he was referring to the Scriptures, he was referring to the Old Testament. We know the Old Testament to be God's word because even Jesus Christ, when he came and he walked on earth, he quoted from the Old Testament. So in other words, he validated everything that's written in the Old Testament. So the Old Testament, we call it the Old Testament because there is a New Testament that Christ Jesus came to put into effect. The things we have in the Old Testament, we have things or we have types in the Old Testament, or we have symbols in the Old Testament. By symbols, we mean that they are not the actual things, but they stand as representation of the actual thing. Are we together? Amen. So when this story is happening, in the Old Testament, it's happening at real time. But when it comes to us in the New Testament, these things that were happening, it's like we are watching a drama. Hallelujah. So there were people in the Old Testament that played a part in a story with a written script. Hallelujah. So in this place, we are seeing that the word of the Lord says, now the Lord spoke to Moses and said to Moses, go speak to the rock to tell the rock to give off its life, to give or to yield water. And the people are going to drink from this rock. This was a type that was being exhibited in the Old Testament. So in the Old Testament, there are times when you are going to find a reference to a rock. References to a rock, they always point to the Christ. That's why we say he is the rock of ages. Meaning what? Meaning that he is the rock that has been before the world was created. Meaning he is the rock that has existed from eternity past and will be the rock that will exist until eternity in the future. 
It is the rock that will forever stand established. Hallelujah. That's why we say, you have taken me from the mighty clay and you have placed my feet upon the rock. In other words, we are talking about how God has taken us from the murky waters, from the dirt, and he has placed us upon a sure foundation. And that foundation is called Jesus Christ. Now, one time we are told in the book of Genesis that when, uh, when Jacob was running away from his brother, uh, Esau, because he has stolen his birthright, the word of the Lord says he got to a place called Bethel, which means the house of bread. When he got to that place, the word of the Lord says he wanted to sleep. Now, if you want to sleep, will you look for a rock to put your head upon or you look for something soft to put your head on? You look for something soft. But in this incident, we hear the Bible telling us that Jacob took a rock, Pastor Bob, and he put his head on the rock. In other words, what was happening was a story that was playing out, was symbolism that was playing out. There were types and shadows that were playing out. Because the rock that Jacob was taking was not just an ordinary rock. He was taking the rock who happens to be the Messiah. In other words, he was saying to the Lord, I know my season has not yet come for me to walk in grace. But Lord, I want to walk in grace even in this time. So what am I going to do? I'm running away from my brother. I'm troubled in my mind. I'm perplexed in my mind. There's only one place where I can find refuge. It is in the rock of ages. So he takes the rock of ages and he puts it on the floor and he puts his head there. Hallelujah. Now the Bible says, do not lean on your own understanding. So Jacob was saying, Lord, I don't want to lean on, on, on my own understanding. I want to trust in you. I want to hope in you. Therefore, he took the rock of ages and he slept. As he was sleeping, the word of the Lord says, behold, the heavens opened. Hallelujah. And he began to see angels ascending and descending. When you put your head in the rock, when you trust in the Christ, you are going to see mysterious things. The mysterious are going to be what your portion is. Hallelujah. Because you have put your trust in the right place. Hallelujah. I'm just laying the foundation because I want you to understand the rock of ages. I want you to trust a little bit backwards and begin to see the rock of ages. So Jacob puts his head in the rock and there he sleeps. I want to challenge you. I don't know what you have been going through before you came to church this morning. Perhaps there are things that all hell is breaking loose in your life today before you came to the house of the Lord. Uh, perhaps you are just hanging in, in there just by a thread. I want to tell you and assure you today, hallelujah, that the rock of ages will sustain you, hallelujah. I want to tell you the rock of ages will keep you. The rock of ages will be a tower of fortress for you. The rock of ages will be your hiding place. Now, how do we know that this was Jesus that was being spoken about? Because the Bible tells me that there is a rock that the builders rejected. When they rejected that rock, 
Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says, and that rock has now become the capstone. It has become the holding fortress of the house of the living God. That house is called Jesus. Hallelujah. He is the rock that the builders rejected, but that rock has become now the foundation of our belief. The church is built on nothing else but the foundation that happens to be Jesus. Hallelujah. This church is built on nothing else. That's why our statement of vision is in Christ we rise. Hallelujah. Because Christ is the foundation of this ministry. Hallelujah. Men will come, men will live. Men will be blessed in this place. But the rock of fortress, Jesus Christ, will remain as the foundation of this ministry. Hallelujah. A time will come when I would have run my race and God will call me home. Even when I'm going to be with the Lord, the church of the Lord will remain anchored on the rock of ages. Hallelujah. Because the rock of ages is timeless. He is timeless. He knows no age. Hallelujah. That's why we call him the rock of ages. Time was created for man, but not time was not created for God. That's why unto the Lord, a thousand years is like one day, and one day is like a thousand years. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the rock of ages. The rock that was before I was. I love the psalmist because he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to a rock that is higher than I. When my heart is overwhelmed, when my back is pressed against the wall, or when the devil is bringing everything he can against my life, this becomes my prayer, oh God. Lead me to the rock that is greater than I. Lead me to the rock of ages. I want to put my head on the rock and rest, and there I find my refuge. When I am overwhelmed, Lord, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Where do you run when things are not working well in your life? When men forsake you, where do you go for your refuge? Where do you run to? I want to encourage you today to run to the rock of ages. It is the rock that will not be shaken. It is the rock that will not be moved. It is the rock that knows no decay. Hallelujah. It is the rock that knows no erosion. In geography, we used to study rocks. There are different types of rocks. There are some that we call sedimentary rocks. There are rocks that have different segments within them. So is Jesus. Hallelujah. In him is the, is our layers of revelation. Hallelujah. From one layer to another. You, when you think you have exhausted the knowledge of Jesus, then you be, bring another layer. And you say, have you known this layer? Do you know this layer? Hallelujah. I'm talking about the rock today. Let's bring it together. Let's turn our Bibles real quick to the book of 1 Corinthians. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? Are you following me? Amen. Hallelujah. Are we walking together this morning? 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Hallelujah. There is something that's about to happen in this place. I can feel it in my spirit. Hallelujah. I can feel it in my spirit. We are going to drink water. Hallelujah. That comes from the rock this morning. Hallelujah. So 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1 says, Moreover, brethren, I don't want you to be unaware that all our fathers, right? So he's talking now about all our fathers. Who, which fathers are being mentioned? 
the fathers of faith. Or our fathers that preceded us in walking with God. So we are talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. He says, all our fathers. Therefore, now, okay. So he says, all our fathers. From Moses, he is a father. Hallelujah. He is a type of Christ. I'll get there in a little bit. But he says, all our fathers were, were under the cloud. All passed through the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in, in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food. Say spiritual food. Hallelujah. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Hallelujah. So they all ate the same spiritual food. They drank from the rock. Which rock? The rock that happens to be Christ. But we are told of the nature of the food that they ate. It was not ordinary food. It says the age of what? Spiritual food. Hallelujah. Say, I need some spiritual food. They ate the same spiritual food. All drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that rock, that spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Do rocks move? We are told of this rock that it is a rock that followed them. Hallelujah. It is a rock that followed them. So wherever they went, the rock followed them. So it is an extraordinary rock that we are talking about. It is a supernatural rock that we are talking about. But with most of them, God was not well pleased. For their, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples. Listen to this. These things were our, for our example. Right? Those that are raised for such a time as this. These things that were happening in the book of Numbers. They were for our examples. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in, and in, one, and in one day 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents, nor complained, as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened, listen, now all these things happened to them as examples. And they were written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the ages has come. Upon those who have been raised for such a time as this. The Lord was giving all this as examples. Hallelujah. That from them you may deduct spiritual lessons. Hallelujah. So that from them when you read, you might bring out spiritual motifs that will speak to your life about what God is doing in this season and in the ages to come. Hallelujah. Therefore, let him that things stands take heed lest you fall. No temptation has taken you except such is common to man. But God is faithful. 
We will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, we will also make the way. Make the way. That's why we sing Waymaker, Miracle Worker. Hallelujah. That's why we sing, you made a way for me. Because this is what the word of the Lord says, that he is a God that makes a way. Hallelujah. A way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So even in temptation, the Lord is saying he is the Lord that makes a way for you. Hallelujah. Even when you face trials, there is no trial that will come in your life that is beyond what you can bear. But he will give you strength to overcome. He will make a way of escape. Say, I have escaped like a bird. Hallelujah. So we are talking about the rock. So we are told that Christ is the rock that was smitten in the wilderness. And water came out. Hallelujah. So we said in Old Testament, he was speaking to us in types. So the rock is a type of Christ. And now the, the, the New Testament has now just explained to us about the type. So in the Old Testament, this was hidden. It was concealed. You will not know that Christ is the rock until you come to the New Testament. And you put on the glasses of the New Testament. And then you begin to read the Old Testament. Then you now begin to read with revelation. Hallelujah. And then the word of God begins to tell you that Christ is that rock that they had in the wilderness. That water came out of. So Moses was given an instruction. The instruction was speak to the rock. When you see the rock, I need you to speak to the rock. Hallelujah. So this was the second time that Moses was supposed to do this. The initial time he had done it and he had spoken to the rock. But this time, what did Moses do? What did Moses do? Did Moses speak to the rock? No, he did not speak to the rock. What did he do? He struck the rock. Hallelujah. This time, Moses did not speak to the rock. He struck the rock. He hit the rock. Hallelujah. And the word of the Lord says, because you have done such a thing. It's not just a rock. Because you would think it unfair, right? How could God, this man had been faithful. He had brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. He had taken them through the wilderness. Forty years, the children of Israel bothering Moses, frustrating him. But this time the Lord says, speak to the rock. And Moses is the beloved of the Lord. And does not speak to the rock, but he hits the rock. And the Lord says, because you have done this, you are not entering into the promised land. Is God unfair? Is God unfair? No, he was not unfair because of the symbolism of what had taken place here. It's about to get good. It's about to get good in a minute. Why was God so frustrated with Moses that he said you will not enter into the promised land? Because of what is about to happen on Friday, Pastor Bob. On Friday, the son of the living God is about to go hang on the cross. And when he hangs on the cross, he already hung 2,000 years ago. Hallelujah. And when he hung 2,000 years ago, on Sunday, we are going to be celebrating Resurrection Sunday, which means we are going to be celebrating the resurrection of the living God. What separates Christianity from the religions of the world is that other religions, they serve a dead God. But we don't serve a God that is dead. When you go to the tomb of Muhammad, Muhammad is still in his grave. But when you go to the tomb of Jesus, you are going to find that the tomb is empty. 
There is nothing. Hallelujah. The word of the Lord says the women, they woke up in the morning. Hallelujah. To go to the tomb of Jesus. When they got there, they were thinking, who's going to rock the rock? Who's going to rock the stone away for us? But when they got there, the stone had already been rolled away. The stone had already been moved. All they had to do was to enter in. When they entered in, they found something. They did not see the body that they had come looking for. They did not find the rock that they had come looking for. But they found only clothes laid on the bed where they had laid him. They were not just scattered, but they were folded nicely. They were not just in there haphazardly, but they were folded nicely. Meaning that whosoever had folded them was not in a hurry. He was not in haste to come out of the tomb. But he knew that he had accomplished everything that needed to be accomplished. Therefore, he took his time. He was not running away from the devil. He knew he had finished everything that had to be finished. He knew he had said, Father, my spirit I give unto you. What you have sent me to do, I have accomplished. I have completed. Therefore, when he rose, he began to fold his clothes nicely. Because he's not running away. I don't know what has been chasing you. I've come to tell you it's not going to chase you anymore because there is an empty tomb that lives to testify of the power of God that we serve a God that lives. Whatever has been chasing you, today it stops. Today it ceases to chase you. Hallelujah. Whatever you have been running away from, it might be sickness. I speak health in your blood. Hallelujah. It might be cancer. Today I speak life in those cells. And I say to cancer, dry up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because there is an empty tomb that testifies of the power of resurrection. There is the resurrection power that flows in the veins of our Messiah. Moses speak to the rock. Do not strike the rock. Speak to the rock. Do not hit the rock. I've come to talk to somebody today who has been hitting the rock, who has been striking the rock. (laughs) There is somebody that's been hitting the rock, but the order has changed. Hallelujah. Things have changed. The Lord says, go speak to the rock and it will give off its water. Not just some water, it's water. In other words, it's substance. What it carries within itself is what it's going to give off. So the Lord says to Moses, speak to the rock. Do not hit the rock, Moses. Speak to the rock. I've come to talk to somebody that's been hitting the rock. You have been hitting the rock. Moses speak to the rock. And I as a pastor, Lord, help me that I do not hit the rock. That I speak to the rock. That I talk to the rock. Because these were types. There was a playing out that was happening here. There was a script that Moses had been given, Pastor Sandra. This is the script of this play that we want to do. 
right? There is symbolism in the script. So I don't want you to hit the rock. I want you to speak to the rock, right? Because these are all scripts written for our examples. There is a message that God wanted to give to this generation that's been raised for such a time as this. And he says to Moses, I don't want you to hit the rock. I want you to speak to the rock. Because there is a greater message that's hidden in speaking, not hitting. There's a greater message and symbolism that's hidden in talking, not hitting. I want you to speak to the rock. And it will give off of its water. Because Moses, I'm not only doing it for the ones you have in the wilderness. There's a bridge that I'm raising up after the similitude of my son. That I want them to learn the pattern of things. That they don't hit the rock. But they speak to the rock. How do I hit the rock? <laughs> How do I hit the rock? When in my mind, after the rock has been provided for me, I think I can work out my own deliverance. When I think I can deliver myself, when he has been given as a way of deliverance, then I begin to hit the rock. In other words, I'm saying what you did for me 2,000 years ago is not enough. I hit the rock when I, when I, I, I live in poverty. When he's saying that the water might give out, it's water, speak to it. I hit the rock when I live in sickness. And I believe I've not been living holy enough to be healed. Because I'm thinking I've got to hit, then healing will be mine. I live and I hit the rock when I think that my good deeds are what's going to work out my deliverance. You see, Moses, it's not of your working. Speak to the rock and it will give water. It's not of your anger. Speak to the rock and it will deliver. Speak to the rock and say, Messiah, I am here. Give me what is in you. Let it flow in me. Give me water. I heard there's water in you. And I thirsty. Give me water. The rock will give water. But the moment I begin to think, it is because of my... It is because of my own fasting. Fasting is to put you in a place where you can receive. But it is not to move the hand of God. It has never been meant to move the hand of God. Because God has already given everything he's supposed to give. The rock has already, it has already got the water it's supposed to give. All you have to do is speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Talk to the rock. Hey, when I think, oh, God, you ought to bless me because I'm a tither. I've hit the rock twice. Because I'm saying, Lord, my works, my works are supposed to bring water. But the Lord says, but it will give out of its water. Oh. Moses, do not hit the rock. Yeah. 
Because these people would think they've got to do it by themselves. Do not hit the rock, talk to the rock. Because it is not of man's working. Now you hear them quoting and they say, Pastor Bob, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Then they end there. Can you read the next scripture after that? Tell me what it says. We got to work out our own salvation. I'm working out my own salvation with fear and trembling. Then they end the elder Matim. Then they go to the rock. Instead of speaking to the rock, what do they do? They hit the rock. Father, because I do this and that, therefore, Lord. Then the Lord says, are you saying I'm not enough? Has what I've done said, read for me, Pastor Bo, what does he say? Well, after, after verse 5, it says, well, verse 6 says, now these things were our example through intent we should not lust after evil things as they also. No, that's not the one I want. After, after, fear, after walking with fear and trembling, Pastor Sandra. It is who? It is God. Who does what? Who works. who works. It is who works? God. So what do I do? I come to him and I say, Lord, out of my own righteousness, there are filthy rags before thee. <laughs> but Lord, I come to you with something greater than my righteousness. I come in the rock. Hallelujah. I come in Jesus. When you look at me, he does not see a pastor Vito. He sees his son. And he says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased with. He does not look at this ministering that I'm doing here. These are filthy rags before God. Because he did it out of his own will. Hallelujah. When I do this, it is because of my gratitude to him. I'm saying, Lord, thank you for what you have done for me. Thank you for what you have accomplished in me. The least I can do is to save you. The least I can do is to preach. Because you have done this amazing thing for me. Thank you, Lord. I need somebody to be a partaker of what you have done for me. I cannot just let it be my own thing. I need somebody to receive of the rock. Because you gave the rock in the wilderness. That out of the rock I might be blessed. Amen. You are blessed out of the rock. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not hit the rock. So many, so many of us here have disqualified ourselves out of our blessing. God, I've not been doing the right thing. That's why he says... It is to him that gives the power to do and to will. When I give my tithe, I'm giving my tithe as a sign of gratitude. The word of the Lord says, when Abraham returned from having defeated uh, his enemies, he met, uh, he, 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 he met uh, the, the, the high priest and he said to him, because God has given me victory, I'm going to give a tenth. Mm. Now you hear people say, I want to give. Because you are expecting a, a, a return. Your giving is gratitude to God. It should come from a thankful heart. Hallelujah. That Lord, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for what you have done. You have given me the rock of ages. Hallelujah. 
Hebrews chapter 1, as I conclude. Hallelujah. My God. Come on, somebody. The rock of ages is in this place. The rock of ages is over this house today in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 1. So we say it in the Old Testament. He spoke to us by types. By, by types, but in the New Testament. So in the Old Testament, Jesus is hidden. He's concealed. He's brought to us as the rock. In the New Testament, uh, when we look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which are the Gospels, those are not the New Testament, right? Hallelujah. Amen. They are not the New Testament. Thank you. They are not the New Testament. Because the New Testament starts after Jesus Christ is ascended. Because the word of the Lord says, this is my blood that's been shed, hallelujah, for the testament. So without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. Or there's the testament or the, 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 a covenant is sealed by blood, hallelujah. That's why in the Old Testament they killed animals to, to, to seal whatever agreement, whatever covenant they had with God. But with us, hallelujah, the high priest has gone in once and for all. His name is Jesus. And when he went in, he shed his blood once and for all. And when he had done it, he said, Father, it is finished. My spirit I commit unto you. So everything that pertains to life and to godliness, God has provisioned for me. Everything I need, say everything I need, I'm provided. Say everything I need, I'm provided. Yes, say it with conviction. Everything I need, I'm provided. He has provided everything you need. So you don't approach him out of your own strength, but you approach him with the righteousness that comes from God. Because Jesus Christ, let's read Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. This is what the word of the Lord. God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets. So in the Old Testament, God spoke using various methods, various ways, various means at, at different times. What we have just seen in the book of Numbers was one of those instances that God spoke to the fathers. Hallelujah. Through a type or through a way. He was speaking through the rock. Hallelujah. And all those things, the word of God goes on to say, he spoke to them uh, he spoke to them in times past to the fathers by the prophets. He has in these last days spoken to us by his son. So to us, what was hidden in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, it's revealed. That Christ is the rock. He is speaking not, more, not anymore in shadows and in types. But we have the true reality. The true reality is who? Jesus. The word of the Lord says he was the rock that followed them. Your coming to salvation was not your own wisdom. Jesus followed me. Hallelujah. And when he followed me, he arrested me. And he said, you are mine. It was not of my own wisdom or my own knowledge or my own, my, my, my own devices that I got to know God. It's the grace of God that you and I are sitting in the pews today. 
that you are even in the house of the Lord where the gospel is being preached. Uh, it did not been for God. You, had been, you would have been lost somewhere. You would have been destroyed somewhere. But the Lord loved you. He is the rock that followed you and said, I will not let you go. Even at times when you were rebellious, he still said, I will hold your hand. I will walk with you. Everywhere that you go, I will go. I will follow you. I will be your God and you will be my people. And today he is our God. Hallelujah. He is our God. He is the refuge. In times past, he spoke in various ways. But in these last days, that's why I say we have been raised for such a time as this. We are not raised to types anymore, but we are raised to the reality. The reality is Jesus. As a church in Christ, we rise. He is the rock of ages. Anyone that thirsty, Jesus stood up, Pastor Bob, and said, if anyone is thirsty, let him come and drink and from within his belly. From within his heart, from within his spirit, from his innermost being shall flow streams of living water. So it's no longer just restricted to the rock. But anyone that comes and drinks, in them there's going to be a replication. There is a replication. It's not just a one-man thing. Hallelujah. You cannot exhaust God. All of them drank until they were satisfied. Whatever God has got to give from generation to generation, we cannot exhaust the blessing. You cannot exhaust the blessing. You cannot, you cannot make God run dry of the blessing. Bring all the vessels you can. We will pour the grace and pour the grace and pour the mercy and pour the blessing and pour the riches. And God will still remain God. He will still remain faithful. He will remain evident. He will remain able. Hallelujah. So Paul, when he's writing to Timothy, he says, this is the mystery of godliness. This is the mystery of godliness. Who, who has appeared to us? So to you and I, Christ has appeared. Hallelujah. To you and I, Christ is a reality. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Christ is no longer just a, a shadow. He has been revealed expressly to me that this is the Son of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 has been written for me. Uh, chapter 10 verse 1, that this is the rock that they had in the wilderness. That I said, speak to the rock and it will give up water. How, how does a man become served? They believe with their hearts and with the confession of their mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord and they are saved. Hallelujah, that's it. That's it. Hallelujah. That's what brings salvation. You believe in your heart. And you confess with your mouth. You don't hit the rock. You don't say, Lord, I want to wait until my life is right. Then I'll come to church. He's saying, come as you are. Come drink from the rock. Come as you are. I know you are hurting. I know you've been disappointed. Come as you are. Let me heal your broken heart. Let me mend the heart. Hallelujah. Come as you are. Hallelujah. I know you've been frustrated. But he says, my hands are open wide. My hands are open wide. Come as you are. Come as you are. Hallelujah. Come as you are. Let's stand up to our feet today in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for grace. Lord, not of works. Grace means unmerited favor. What we did not deserve has become our portion. What I did not deserve has become my inheritance.
Thank you, Father. This is the mystery of godliness. <laughs> uh, hallelujah. Who was? Hallelujah. This is the mystery of godliness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. My God. Take. Lord, take everything. Hallelujah. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was made manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angel, angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. This is the rock. This is the rock of ages. Hallelujah. Perhaps you are here and you say, I don't know this rock. But I want to drink from this rock today. If you are here and you have not made Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you are here, you can make your front your way up. Here I want to pray for you. If you haven't received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Hallelujah. Nobody? All of us are Christians. Amen. Now I want to pray for a second group of people. I want those that are thirsty. Things have not been working out in your life. You have tried this and that only to run into a brick wall. I want to pray for you because the Lord has told me to speak to the rock on your behalf that you would release water, that you would release life. Hallelujah. If you are here as the worship team sings, Make your way up here. I want to pray for you. And we want to release some things. Hallelujah. Everyone else, just begin to pray. Just begin to thank him for what he has done in your life. Oh, you are the rock. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, drink from the rock from today onwards. Water from today onwards. Water in the name of Jesus. Oh, special grace for you. Special grace. Makata tayaba. Lelelebo shita baba. Lelelebo shata shata. baba. I release blessing in your life. I release blessing in your life. I release favor. God's grace over you. In the name of Jesus. Makata tayaba. Momo shata tayaba. Thank you. Look.
I speak your blessing over your children this morning. Lord, I thank you for the rock of ages. I pray for order in everyone's life that's in this house. I pray your blessing over them. I pray your favor over them. I speak to you the rock of ages. For your word says, I know the things you have need of before you even ask. Lord, before we even ask, you would have answered. Before we even ask you, Lord, the answer is on its way. Thank you for someone's breakthrough. Thank you for someone's reward. Thank you for someone's answer. Thank you for someone's breakthrough. In the mighty name of Jesus. And the church of God said amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. I know this is uh, the last weekend with my mama Tema. She'll be returning to Zimbabwe. Mama, come, let's pray for you. And uh, come and say farewell to the house of the Lord until you return again. We love you. I know your presence to us has, been, has meant warmth and a blessing to us. And uh, we just want to send you off. Let's just stretch our hands to her as she lives to go to Zimbabwe. And let's just pray. Hallelujah. Amen. A blessing over her and declare God's favor. Father, we thank you for Mama. We pray for your hand upon her life as she goes to Zimbabwe. Your grace has gone before her. I speak to the rock today on her behalf. Lord, her, her, her field is watered. Everything that, con that pertains to her, Lord, is perfected by you. You make everything well for her life in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, for the rest of the family. I pray your grace, your mercy, your love, your covering in the name of Jesus. Lord, we speak and we say it is well with you. It is well with you. I speak this prophetically. It is well with you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
Glory be to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I will turn over uh, this time to Pastor Sandra to come and collect our offering for us in the name of Jesus. Now, we give because we are blessed. Amen. We give. And also we give even on faith. Ha, hallelujah. Believing that whosoever has given us the little that we are giving. is also going to bless us abundantly. Hallelujah. To, to give even much more. So we give knowing that what? Our future is, is well taken care of. Because he leaves, I confess tomorrow. Hallelujah.